The Dearly Beloved's Podcast. 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 Starring uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yun. I, I think that's how you pronounce that. But um, yeah, let's get into it, man. This is a, a, a spoiler episode, review episode, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to go into detail about watching it only one time. But let me tell you, this movie is something that 
you like with me, I, I go kind of overboard. I like watching the same shit over and over and over. And Jordan Peele is one of those writers, directors, producers that's going to give you a piece of content that you want to go over, watch over and over and over. Because every time you watch it, you'll see something new or you'll pick up on something that you might have overlooked before. But um, yeah, I went to the movie last night. I went to go check it out by myself and I had little expectations um, because I wanted to kind of just go experience it. You know what I mean? I didn't really know too much about uh, what it was about, but I knew the cast. I seen the trailer and um, I was like, okay, I'm all in. Let's go check it out. I loved Us. I think I I made a Facebook status saying Us was one of like the greatest movie of all time one time, but you know, sometimes you watch something and then you just be like, okay, that was the illest shit I've ever seen before. So I might've been jumping the gun on that, but us and get out. I don't go back to get out or us too much, but I feel like the first couple of times I've seen both of those movies, um, I thought they were great in a different perspective. And this movie is that it's like a, it's a movie that you've never seen any type of movie like this one before. I think it's considered a thriller, but it's not like a scary movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's not um, a jump out your seat thriller. I only jumped one time. I, I call myself actually gasping at the end of this movie like a little girl. Like, and I felt like people could. I, I was in the theater. I smelt, man. I had played golf with the fellas and like I, I smelt bad and I was just dolo and I felt like I was being judged, but I don't care. But um, <laughs> my feet was stinking. It was bad. But I feel like when I gasped, you know. Um, I rarely do I do that. So I thought it was after I gasped, I laughed about it. And um, I, I don't know. I feel like the perception of just me down the aisle, just, you know, this smelly ass cat that's gasping and shit. You're a grown ass man. What he gasping for? But let, let me get back into it. I'm sorry. That, that shit was just um, that's what I paid for. I paid to have an experience and I paid to um, get out of my comfort zone and, and think a different type of way. So Nope starts out. Um, I'm going to try to reflect things to the best of my ability. And the stuff that I really thought about throughout the past 24 hours is the stuff I'm going to touch on. But I advise you guys to go see it and, um, you know, experience it yourself and you can come to your own conclusions. But the beginning of the movie starts out with um, it's like a. I don't even think you see what happens, but you see the aftermath of this scene of a sitcom where it's a little Asian kid. Um, I believe there's two parents, an older uh, child girl that was a bit older than the younger Asian kid and a, like a pet monkey. And I think the monkey's name was Gordy. And it was like a show based on, you know, the adventures of Gordy, like an older sitcom or whatever. Not the adventures of Gordy, but that's basically what it was. And the beginning scene is like this. It's a monkey on the floor looking around and the whole set like the set is empty. It's like screams and it's like a lady's foot, you know, with her one shoe off and the other shoe sitting, you know, standing straight up on its heel and just blood everywhere. Like it was like some type of masker, like the the chimp or whatever, just like had lost it and freaked out. We gonna get back to that later because I feel like. In this episode of the podcast, I kind of want to give you the layout at in order, which is damn near impossible after seeing it one time 24 hours ago. But um, here we go. Daniel, um, I'm going to just go call him Daniel. He's like a like this 
black British actor. He's amazing. I seen him on Hot Ones like a week ago. He was promoting the movie and I've grown to enjoy his movies. We talked about um, uh, the Black Messiah. What was that movie called? Judas, Judas and the Black Messiah. He was in that. Uh, he was in Get Out. And um, he's a very talented dude. I, I mess with him. And the Hot Ones episode was pretty good, too. So you might want to go check that out. And um, so it starts off with him and his dad. And they run this horse ranch. Right. And they live outside of Ho- Hollywood in like the boonies. Like I wouldn't call it a desert, but just like it's like a ranch out in the mountains and um, outside of Hollywood. And what they do is they are the caretakers for the animals on set and there's one particular scene where um i guess because okay at the beginning okay i'm I'm sorry i'm I'm fucking this up but bear with me at the beginning there's some type of storm it's like a subtle quick storm it was almost like a, a missile attack of just random metal objects like pocket items right so it's like keys and coins and stuff like that like something like loose change or stuff you would keep in your pocket and Daniel and his father are like just chilling on the ranch and then the storm comes down and Daniel is fine and his father gets hit in the head like in the eye with like a coin and you know I I don't remember seeing the trailer originally but like Kiki Palmer's character just said in the trailer like he was dead she referenced that he died and the movie kind of had that at the beginning and then went about the movie like I didn't know if he was in a coma or dead or what but my dumb ass I guess he was just dead right so he got killed from a storm of loose change (laughs) from a storm of loose change right and and so it was just Daniel just Daniel in the ranch in the horses and he was that's how they make money they take the horse to Hollywood to have it filmed on scene. And I guess something took place where the horse got freaked out by seeing itself in the reflection of a camera and ended up kicking, not somebody, but it kicked something on set and they just scrapped it. They were like, yo, y'all can go home and we'll just get this, you know, little, we'll do our, um, special effects and have our green dummy up here and we'll do our special effects and we don't even need to use y'all. So he was trying to like, you know, continue the family business. And so he went to, um, what's the Asian, the Asian, uh, character's name. Um, not in the movie, just in real life, Steven Young. I, I believe he's from Michigan. The guy from the walking dead, the Asian guy from the walking, walking dead. And, um, everybody loves him for whatever reason, just cause he was in the walking dead, I guess. But, um, my man, uh, Steven plays the character of the child in the, in the scene before, where the monkey's looking around and he sees this Asian kid, right? And we'll get back to that later. But he owns another property. It's like an amusement park close to this ranch. And he's willing to not not only buy the horses, but he wants to buy the ranch. So the son is, you know, politicking with him, trying to negotiate. And, you know, the ranch means a lot to this family. And uh, so he doesn't really want to do that. So all this strange activity goes around, around, like comes around these not so much Stevens property where like it's an amusement park and it's like a Western attraction area. And, um, but more so on the ranch itself and it, what we know to be like a flying saucer is the evil spirit species animal, what you say like in the show. So Daniel comes in contact with this thing multiple times and he realizes these specific, um, 
patterns in the clouds and he noticed that one cloud doesn't like move in the sky. So he assumes that this cloud is where the, the saucer, the extraterrestrial saucer is like looking down on him in the ranch. Right. So based on the patterns of the saucer coming around and like fucking with the horses and stuff like that, he's like, we can make some money by getting this on film. And then he goes and buys like, um, like film equipment to put around the ranch and just faces it up in the sky so they can catch this this flying saucer and then the fly, flying saucer like adapts and ends up it, it uses like an EMP to shut all the electronical stuff out so the, the the director in Hollywood that they're like previously worked with they call them up and they're like yo can you help us like come catch this wild shit on camera so at first the director like the filmmaker he denies it but this filmmaker specifically films like animals and predators and like um like there's a couple scenes in the movie where he's like on his work he personally is like filming stuff in the wild like predators eat their prey in the wild and in like the most deadliest predators in the world and i forget at one point like i said i only seen it one time but daniel daniel characters realizes that this thing in the sky is animalistic like it's almost watching over the ranch because the ranch it feels like the ranch is its territory and it just comes down and like preys on the peach people of the ranch and it's like it's home so to speak and this has only happened in like a six month like span where he says like this cloud hasn't moved and all this weird shit has been happening in just six months or whatever so the father gets killed daniel and his sister the character who plays kiki palmer she did an amazing job by the way it was only a couple giggles but a couple of like the jokes didn't really hit as much in the theater it wasn't really packed like that but um I was just in the, not in the corner, but I was in the, in the middle of the theater just laughing to myself because I thought a lot of the stuff in it was funny. So this contrast between this monkey and the Hollywood, you know, the Hollywood element of getting a, taking a monkey out of its habitat and trying to film it as a character on the show and having this Asian kid, Stephen Young's character, be somewhat of a. OK, yeah, like I'm trying to try like kind of explain this is kind of half-assed but um towards the end of the movie we get the big reveal of the beginning shot of the foreshadowing of the monkey on the set so the sitcom the sitcom sitcom is being filmed and there's balloons involved and gordy the monkey in the show it's his birthday so like the asian character is presenting this little gift and then the the older young daughter is presenting a very large box and it's like in the sitcom it's funny it's like the kid can only give a little bit because that's all he has and the daughter can give you know their pet monkey gordy a, a bigger prize i guess right and so this balloon goes up to the light and pops and the monkey freaks out the monkey like i think i heard on joe rogan like joe you know joe rogan he talks a lot about animals and like just their natural ability and like their strength and shit so like monkeys will like literally grab your hair and rip your whole scalp out type shit you know what i mean so this is exactly what happened this monkey killed everybody that had to do with the cast except for this asian boy before the police come this asian boy is hiding under the table and this monkey is going around hammering shit like just beating (laughs) beating the shit out of the other cast members right so the monkey looks around there's blood everywhere 
and and the monkey looks at the the Asian boy, he finds him under the table. And the Asian boy, the monkey comes up to the Asian boy and it's supposed to be all, you know, scary, like fearful or whatever. For some reason, not one time watching this movie was I afraid that this Asian kid was going to. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's, it might be the minority in me. Like it was just like I felt like he was good and he was panting and he was like well behaved. Like he was breathing heavy, but he wasn't acting up. He wasn't doing no stupid shit that the monkey would, you know, fuck him up but the monkey comes up to him and literally pounds him like gives him dap like the big dap and explosion knuckle touch and then the cops shoot him in the back of the head right so this takes place in like 89 or like the 90s or something and Stephen Young's character in the show who owns the the western um amusement park so to say is that character and he believes that the the aliens or whatever is like a spectacle like he wants to put on a show and put people down there so they can see and he wants to buy the horses to attract the aliens because whenever they hear the fucking shit the horses just run right so daniel character uh from the ranch is like okay so this flying saucer he comes to terms that this flying saucer is like an animal and it's protecting his home and it has animal cook animal characteristics at one point in the movie i kind of lost it i wish i could explain it better but I, I forget the moment daniel just decides that he realizes that if you look at this flying saucer in the air it's not even it's kind of like a flying saucer but it's like an alien part of my french it's an alien butthole and it just comes down and sucks shit up like sucks living beings up it sucks like people up and like literally shits them out and and that's where the the keys and the coins and shit come out like come out of the sky and you can't look at it like if you just look at it and stare at it it'll just suck you up but for whatever reason it doesn't see you or bother you if you don't look at it so daniel is like this He's like a real cowboy. He's like a wrangler. He's like trying to run around the ranch, trying to get footage of this thing, but it does the EMP shit. So none of the, you know, um, phones or cameras that they bought is going to work. So the, the news gets, gets uh, a hold of the story where Steven Young's character is put on a spectacle and the fucking alien butthole comes down and sucks everybody <laughs> sucks everybody up so they're like look where are these 40 50 people and wh- what happened to this ranch like it's deserted now so the director gets whim of this uh whim of the film director gets whim of uh this spectacle of these people be disappearing and you know of course daniel and kiki palmer had previously called him about coming to get footage of this thing right so he's like all right i'm down i'm coming you know i'm gonna come fuck with y'all i bring this old ass camera that is literally like a, a old film it's not digital so it's not electronic so you just you spin the wheel on the side of the camera and it catches footage right so the big showdown is like you know we're gonna fucking trap this fucking thing and it's ironic because the horses never i think sometimes the horses might get sucked up in the thing but horses don't normally look up you know what i mean like the flying saucer is up in the sky in the clouds but the horses especially like race horses they have the blinders and they only look straight and they look down they focus on their running so i got that kind of contrast between like these 
the horses and the relationship with the horses and the flying saucer butthole where the horses aren't being taken because they're not looking at it. Right. And that's where Dan, that's how Daniel came with the conclusion. Oh, that's how Daniel came with the conclusion that you, if you look at it, it'll suck you up. If you don't look at it, it won't. Okay. We're making, okay. We're, we're catching wind here. Okay. So, so I, I love the animalistic, traits where it was like Stephen Young's character the little Asian boy was looked at from the monkey the animal itself was looked at as another animal wasn't looked at as a uh, uh, not privileged human but the norm and that's why he dapped them up instead of beat the hell out of them because the script the narrative of this sitcom was that okay you got the adopted asian kid and he can only do so much he gives you this he gives gordy the you know family monkey a little present and then the 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 other girl uh gives him a big present and it's like she's better because of this right so the animal after his freak out, he kills everybody but the Asian kid. And then this Asian kid just, you know, daps him up and they shoot the monkey in the back of the, <laughs> back of the head. It's wild, bro. It's a very strange narrative that I've never seen before. And that's what I appreciate about it so much. And I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> keep doing this loop with y'all. We all trying to figure this shit together. I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was like a mix of. Uh, foreshadowing and stuff that you had to remember from prior and if you didn't pay attention you'll miss a lot of stuff and that's why you got to just go back and watch it but towards the end of the movie they they're trying to capture this footage the the they do capture a bit of footage and then the alien butthole comes down and grabs the the film director up because he was just like in awe of it, I think I guess he spent so much time filming Predators that he just couldn't take his eyes off of the alien butthole and he just sucked them up and killed them. Right. And then the other three main characters, we didn't talk about the other one. I ain't got much to say about him, but I think his name was Angel in the movie. But he ended up almost getting sucked up and I guess closing his eyes or like avoiding it and it just spit him out or something. And then Daniel, when they were doing the showdown with the thing, trying to trying to bring the alien butthole down um some guy pulled up in an electric bike and then the emp cut it off and he was filming like he was like an active like tmz filmer and he was like this place isn't documented on google maps or whatever like i'm I'm coming here to to like investigate or like film what the hell's going on so it completely messes up their whole plan you know what i mean they set up with the film and daniel's down there with the horse and he's just trying to get footage of this thing and daniel tries to save the guy he falls off the bike and blah 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 he ends up getting sucked up and daniel just like runs away the whole climax at the end was that um daniel was he was doing his thing he was doing the whole bull in the red fucking you know the rodeo bullshit with the alien butthole and not allowing it to get him but everybody else was danger so he sacrificed was in danger so he sacrificed himself to save kiki palmer's character so he gets the alien to to get as far away from kiki palmer's as, as possible to use the electric bike to like get away Right. So there's one point in the movie where, you know, Kiki's worried about him and he's worried about her. So he sacrifices himself. He's just looking dead at 
not the butthole, but at this point, the alien, <laughs> at this point, the alien saucer turned into some like big vagina, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you up. It just was like doing cool little shapes. Like the special effects was magnificent and it was doing, it did look like, bro, I'm not and I'm not, look, listen, yo, I'm not in like no mood or nothing. This is literally what it looked like. At the beginning of the movie, it was a flying butthole that was sucking people up and then towards the end of the movie it was like a flying vagina angel like it was just flying around the city or whatever so daniel's looking at it trying to save his sister and his sister's like running away she runs towards the ranch and um daniel's safety is at question like nobody knows if the thing got him or he got away like I, bro the thing was so mad at him it took his goddamn time trying to suck him up like it was mad as hell like it was like personal with the alien for whatever reason and um so uh long story short kiki palmer <laughs> long story short kiki palmer runs to the ranch right and it had like this big balloon character of like a person, like it was like a winking cowboy, like this big balloon figure. And she kills all the, you know, the anchors holding it down and it's like floating up in the air. Right. And and she distracted it and the thing sucked up the balloon. Right. So as the it's floating up in the air in the the alien vagina butthole thing was like going to suck it up and doing its you know voodoo magic signs not signs but it was like doing some weird shit bro i can't even explain it yo it's a dbp man we out here trying shit but the 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 there was a a well in the old western town that kiki palmer was like winding up to take pictures like it was one of those things earlier in the movie where like people would come look down the well and crank it and take pictures so the whole point was trying to film this thing and they had no cameras or film of it as the balloon is flying up in the sky and the vagina monster was going to suck it up kiki palmer's character is like taking this picture of it like keeps trying to take this picture and get it in the film or whatever so eventually the vagina monster sucks up the balloon boy man and freaking explodes and at this point that was where the gas came from because it was pretty it was pretty to look at and you weren't expecting it. it was like a pop it was like a pop from the bubble like from the beginning of the movie with the monk bro bro we also shit bro with the beginning of the movie with the monkey before he started ripping people's faces off and shit he it was a balloon that popped so it sucked up the balloon thing and popped and literally like fluttered off into the distance and kiki palmer had got a snapshot of a snapshot of you know with the well picture thing it was like a photo booth well that she got the picture from because it was like a vertical shot super dope man super creative amazing writing it was so dope and so the news people show up kiki palmer is like by the um well photo booth and she looks to like the front of the um the entrance to the um to the western amusement park and daniel's character was there with the horse and the movie was literally over bro and it's a long movie man i i don't know the duration wait let me see let me see if i can get that the movie's rated a 7.6 out of 10 by eleven thousand people and um i would give it an eight and a half nine easy a easy eight and a eight and a half nine it's like a 77 meta score on here this is ibm by the way one award um i'm trying to find the duration for y'all but it was well over two hours i ain't gonna lie had to be 
had to be well over two hours. And this really wouldn't be a podcast if I just sat here and, and you know, read the storyline for y'all. <laughs> like, read the storyline for y'all. But that was my spin on it after watching it once. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, man, the stuff that stuck out to me was like the animalistic. Um, Is it personification? I didn't do well in English, but like the relation between the animals in the film and the people in the film, because the young boy being Asian and the monkey realizing that he wasn't like a threat to him. You know, what I mean, he was kind of like the butt of the joke like he was in the sitcom and Daniel versus the alien vagina. Like they were trying to outsmart each other all the time, like really interesting. And it was a fight over home. You know what I mean? Like for whatever reason, this alien was was having predatorial traits same with Daniel. Like he had to find a way to profit off of this thing and bring awareness to this thing that was for one killed his father <laughs> for one killed his father was hunting all of them down. And, um, it would like eat people and then rain blood, like on the house and stuff. It was dope, bro. It was dope, man. This movie was sick as hell. Estimated budget, 68 million gross right now. Worldwide is 44 million. So pretty much a failure, but it's opening week, opening week, 44 million. But this movie, I would think runtime, two hours and 10 minutes. I hope it is considered a success. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I really enjoyed it. I've been thinking about it all day. And um, just the way it looked, you know, with a six sixty eight million dollar budget, bro. Yeah. Estimated six. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> bro. It looked good. It sounded good. It made you think Jordan. Jordan Peele is just he's that guy, bro. He's that guy. Um, Yeah, man. So <laughs> let me know what you guys think, man. Follow the Instagram. DM me anytime. Um, it's been a while since I recorded. I'm back on my shit. I'm in a hotel room right now, just working, driving, headed down to Nashville and then VA and then hopefully back home because I got shit to do this weekend. But it's been a minute. Last time we talked, last time I recorded, I was 28 years old. It's been a couple weeks. And um, yeah, please rate the pod. Uh, hope you guys are out there doing well, being safe, taking care of yours. And thanks for listening. Peace.